This is Alyssa. And I'm Mel. And this is the Arcane Dames Podcast. The trauma-informed, liberation-oriented tarot podcast. Let's dive in. Before we jump into today's episode, we wanted to take a moment and share with you all an event that we have coming up that we're very excited about. We are teaming up with Kelsey, a friend of ours who is also the creator behind Kelsey Lynn Yoga to host a New Year wellness retreat. And I'm hype. I've never done anything like this. And we went to the space to kind of prepare and shoot recently, just last week, I think. And it was a good vibe. I am really excited personally. <laughs> yeah, it is such a great space. Kelsey has taught yoga classes there before that I have been lucky enough to attend. They've been really lovely. So what we're doing is Kelsey's going to do about 45 minutes of yoga and breath work. And then we're going to break off and there's going to be some New Year intention setting stations and events set up, some brunch bites, and people are going to come to Mel and I for individual personal readings during that time. It is on January 14th, and it is in Hudson Falls, New York. So that's upstate New York, close to Saratoga, Lake George, that type of area. Mm -hmm. If you happen to be in driving distance and would be interested in joining that kind of event, we would love to have you there. We're so, so excited. Absolutely. And the tickets are available on Kelsey's website, which... We'll throw into our link tree if it's not already there. (laughs) It's in our link tree and we will, I can also throw it right into the show notes so you can click directly there. um, Perfect. Make it easy. Amazing. And we can't wait to see you guys. So, so excited. We already have, I think, a dame or two signed up. So (laughs) it will be quite the arcane event. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to our Christmas episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. And if you don't do the Christmas thing, fucking happy winter, man. Happy Yule. Yeah. Happy Saturnalia. Mm. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah will have well passed by the time we upload this, but... Hanukkah's, like, over now, isn't it? Uh, it started Close on the to now, yeah. yeah, it started. Happy belated Hanukkah. Hanukkah. <laughs> happy Kwanzaa. Man. Happy Boxing Day. I'm just thinking of every December holiday ever. What is Boxing Day? I think it's Canadian. Mm. It's like they don't open their gifts on Christmas. They exchange them, but then you don't open them till Boxing Day. I could be wrong. That's cool. I've heard of it. Somebody fact check me. That's lit. Something like that. The point is, happy winter. Hi, this is the Arcane Dames podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, welcome back. We're doing just a little little bonus vibe. Yeah. So obviously our regular bonus episodes are exclusive to our Patreon members, but we've started a habit this year of doing public bonus episodes for like the holidays. Yeah, that's so true. We did the fall equinox. We mm-hmm. did Samhain. And now we're doing Yule. Yeah. So. And I, I, do, I really like doing that. I like the opportunity to break from tarot a little bit right it's nice and I feel like I mean let me know if you disagree but a lot of times when people are interested in witchcraft or like people that I've known that express that interest to me the first thing they want to know about is like the wheel of the year Mm, love that yeah yeah I don't I do like the wheel of the year I feel like a lot of people don't know about it so when you Mm. learn about it it can it can be very interesting Mm-hmm. The Wheel of the Year is, like, I, I could be very, very wrong. It's, it's pretty, like, Celtic, though, right? It is. Okay, that's what I thought. Basically, all the eight Sabbaths that pagans celebrate today have Celtic origin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very open to us white people, which is good for people who are diving into that. Yeah. Of that. Uh, Wanting to connect with some culture and ritual that's not appropriated or oppressive right so we love to see that (laughs) but yes you're absolutely right you know and when i say pagan because i'm sure there's some confusion about it but pagan is often used as a blanket term for pre-christianity if you don't know and um yeah it's just that very 
old natural way of doing things. Yeah. And and uh, so like all of the different cultures around Europe had different traditions that fall under the umbrella of paganism. Exactly. But there's also like kind of a canon of what we consider to be modern paganism as well Mm -hmm. that doesn't capture all of that and a lot of it was also lost and erased which i think is really important to like acknowledge you know right modern paganism is a piecing together of the past right and what else would it be i mean a lot of witchcraft in general regardless of the culture excuse me regardless of the culture, is often spread through, like, word of mouth and passed Mm -hmm. down through oral storytelling. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we're going to be piecing it together hundreds of years later. And, you know, I think it's a really fun thing to explore. And I think being very European, it's interesting if you do kind of have the ability to narrow that down like I don't know for example like I'm Roman Catholic Italian like those are my roots that's how I grew up Mm -hmm. and I did a very short episode last year about Saturnalia because that's like the Roman version of like Yule if we were putting it that way yeah so that's just like one example but yeah yeah Yule is essentially the winter solstice it falls on the 21st this year but sometimes it's like the 22nd or whatever so I was reading this is like so random sometimes I just find the most random resources and they happen to be good so follow your intuition this is from Saint Neot's Museum which is somewhere in the UK Mm. but it had a beautiful article about Yule and they mention how on the Julian calendar which was named after Julius Caesar, which is so funny. The original celebration of Yule would fall on the 25th. Oh. Isn't that interesting? I mean, fucking of course. Right. Right. But yeah, so Jesus is the birthday boy who saved our lives. Guys, I, okay, (laughs) I was with a friend at a thrift store, and they're really into CDs. You're good. So they always look through, like, all of the CDs. And we're, like, not to the same kind of music, but they always keep an eye out for Taylor Swift for me. They found a Taylor Swift Christmas CD. I don't even know what year it's from, but it was from, like, debut era. Like, she was so young. And it's, like, five songs. And one of them, I'm forgetting the title. I'd never heard it before, and I still need to look up, like, if she wrote that or what the deal is. But the lyric is, Here's to the birthday boy who saved our lives. Like, what? Literally. (laughs) The first time I heard it, I had to think so hard because I was like, the birthday boy? And then I was like, oh, she's talking about Jesus. So that's a really funny, and some of the other lyrics are really funny. Like, she's like, what if God never let it snow? Like, there's just these really, like... Unhinged. (laughs) So that's shaping our Christmas season. Absolutely. No, I'm not kidding. (laughs) But yeah, truly, I mean, a lot of people joke online about how Christmas is just a whole bunch of stolen pagan traditions, which... It is. It is. It is. But so is everything. Right. (laughs) No, for sure. But, like, I feel like that's a big reason that there are so many Christmas traditions that I still enjoy. Right. Christmas trees are a pagan tradition of welcoming nature indoors for the cold season. Mm -hmm. Love that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love that. Cozy nature. Yeah. Get to be warm. Yes. And speaking of that warmth, something I also really love is that Yule was, like, originally associated with just worshipping the sun and giving offerings to the sun god so that he would come back. Yeah. So, like, this whole idea of, because Yule, being the solstice, is the shortest, darkest day of the year. Mm -hmm. But that means every day after that, there's more and more light. Mm -hmm. So, I love that practice of, like, let's make sure the sun knows that we love him and we're taking care of him and we want him back. Yeah, maybe by, like, putting a star on top of the tree or something. Right, slay. (laughs) Just a thought. Lighting a Yule log. Yeah, like, literally celebrating 
fire. Yeah. Which is so much of Christmas ritual. Even when I was little, celebrating, what's that called? Not Lent. That one's around Easter. What's like the... Oh, Advent? Advent! Right! Mm. How did I forget that? Advent calendar? Okay, anyway. (laughs) Like, I remember lighting my wreath at home with, like, I think it was three pink and one purple candle or some shit. Bitch, that's witchcraft. That's cute. I never did that. Yeah. I used to get, like, Advent calendars every year from my godparents, and Mm. I would get really excited to open them. Like the ones with chocolate? No. It was literally just, like, it would be, like, Bible quotes. Oh, my family is deeply religious. <laughs> like, I don't Damn. know if y'all need a reminder. <laughs> but yeah, it would be like Bible quotes and I would still get hype. Last year I made my fiance an advent calendar of nudes. <gasps> That's special. Yeah. I like bought a $3 chocolate one. Yeah. And I kept the chocolate in it. But on the door, like I literally printed my nudes. But. And on the little door. So small. Yeah. What if you want to get a better look? Well, then she can have the real thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a little tease. And I just scotch-taped them on the little advent calendar door. That's so cute. I want someone to give me an advent calendar. Of nudes? I'll make you one. Thank you. (laughs) Of anything. I think it's really interesting when they have, like, little toys. Like, that's really cute. Have you seen the jam ones on TikTok? I would be into that. Yeah. I would be into a jam a day for all the Christmas season. They're expensive, though, and they do, like, makeup ones and stuff, too. Like, no. somebody send us one. Like, does anyone want to do a partnership? Literally. <laughs> no, December's, like, over. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> yeah. So that's a fun tradition that came um, from shitty religion. Yeah. No offense. Oh, no. There's, all offense. There are so many fun things like that. I know this isn't, like, a spring episode in any capacity but i always really liked lent yeah actually would you give stuff up like did um, you follow that part of it like yes and like my family was pretty strict about not eating meat on fridays yeah and i did it even when i was like not really considering myself catholic anymore i did it like well into college yeah that i would not eat meat Fridays during Lent it just I don't know like again it's something about the ritual like it just feels it just feels sacred yeah yeah I love that vibe I then I was vegan and I didn't eat meat ever right I I remember begging my mom when I was little to go to midnight mass like Christmas Eve into Christmas I wish she never took me, but I wanted to go. You were like, that sounds cunty as hell. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, ooh, sounds a little spooky. But in all honesty, like, we would go to regular Christmas Eve mass. We never went on the day, which, thank God, because I'm busy. I'm opening my presents. Yeah. I'm fucking hanging out. I'm, I have to stay in my pajamas. What do you mean? You want me to put clothes on for church? Right. And, um... I, I just, one of the things I fondly remember is even though I hated and knew from a very young age that I wasn't into, like, the Bible verses and the singing and the, essentially, the core beliefs right. of Catholicism, I was very affected by the ritual of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, I would cross those doors and put the holy water on my little forehead and do the sign and sit down and smell that incense and like the priest coming down in the like deep colors and like swinging the like in the sensor for the incense like I love that part Mm -hmm. and like I do remember that fondly and I don't know there's just something to be said about getting like I call it a trance state not to be taken literally but like that feeling you get when you're about to slip into a meditation or do like a spell for yourself like there just almost feels like that physical difference yeah 100 percent. i don't know this is just a jumping off thought i guess i'm all over the place today i've been awake since 4 30 a.m so it's just weird vibe crazy for that anyway i've been in circle with people that report like i wouldn't say i so much feel this but like i've been in circle with people who report getting like really hot when you're doing the magic like like overheating like temperature wise and then when you break that bond and like the ritual is over like they feel like their bodies go back to normal like they almost like 
I mean, that's what it is. It's energy, like, storing up. Mm -hmm. Like, you're doing something so actively engaging that requires, like, mind, body, and spirit. Right. So it makes sense. Yeah, I think for me, since I grew up around so much Catholic ritual, like, the, like, triggers of Catholic ritual very easily helped me slip into that, like, very spiritual place. Yeah. Because... I was, like, conditioned, essentially, around those. And just because my, like, like, the content of my belief has changed, I don't think, like, when I was little, I called it God, and Uh now I call it something else. I don't think that, like, I'm I'm necessarily believing in something different now than I did back then. I think that I just have a different, like, understanding around it. Yeah. And so... Yeah, like, for example, when my godson was baptized, I went and it was, like, so witchy because the Catholic Church is so fucking witchy and we, like, lit candles and there were oils, like, scented oils and it, like, oh my god, it just, like, took me back, you know? Yeah. But it also, it's a ritual and that means so much to me that, like, I do feel like there's a spiritual bond there. From the Catholic ritual, not because I believe in Catholicism, because, like, I was there, like, and I I felt something, you know? So, yeah. And something, you know, earlier this week, although this isn't uploading quite in real time, but I had the Yule workshop for our patrons, Mm. and something we talked a lot about was... A great way to celebrate Yule is to, like, make peace with those roots. Yeah. And I remember when I, like, because I started practicing witchcraft at such a young age. So I remember when I kind of, like, started that and how much I felt like I had to denounce my Catholicism. Mm -hmm. Because I was too close to it. It just felt triggering. It just felt uncomfortable. I never thought I would integrate it into my practice. And now here I am over 10 years later. Wow. That's, and like, I feel like that's crazy every time I say it, but over 10 years later, working with saints and having a cross on my altar and like Mm -hmm. literally reclaiming that and making it my own. Yeah. And it's very healing when you get to that point. Yeah. So that's a great way to celebrate is just like redefining what, that means for you yeah like you said like it's not necessarily a different belief it's just like it's shifted yeah it's evolving yeah so I love that I love that concept yeah and I like you know it's not just that like I was raised Catholic right like for generations my family has been Catholic so that is my ancestry like that Right. If I, you know, I grew up spending a lot of time with, like, my, well, my grandmother on my mom's side, but my grandmother on my dad's side, too. Like, we're both very, like, devoted. I don't know that my dad's mom, I think she might have, like, converted to a different kind of Christian Mm. at some point. I don't really know all the details. But, like, both very into, like, God and Jesus. My, My grandmother that I spent the most amount of time with was very Catholic. And, like, I don't know, that, that, like is important to me and I think that there's a history I think I probably said this before on the podcast but like there's a history of women within Catholicism finding like resiliency through the archetype of Mary right and you know Catholicism is so fun because like you're not supposed to have any idols like I'm doing air quotes any idols Uh other than God but we like put Mary everywhere. That's so true. And it's like it's so like fun. It's so like fun to me because I'm like, yes, like there's this feminine side to this religion that I, I think that there is space to find empowerment through that. As long as you, you know, you're keeping a critical lens. I would love to know what celebrating, let's call it Yule and Christmas, right? What that looks like for you today. Yeah. What actual rituals have you done changed etc so yeah I guess like the answer is pretty twofold on one hand it's just a very family holiday for me my family is very very big into Christmas we're recording this on the 15th of December my family 
mind you, I have three sisters, six nieces and nephews, and then there's my parents. And my parents rented, like, a house up north for all of us to go stay in for a weekend, which is, in my opinion, a very intense thing to do. My mother watches too many Hallmark movies. LOL. (laughs) But, so, like, I'm headed off to do that this weekend, and the whole plan for this weekend is for us to, like, decorate cookies and watch Christmas movies and listen to Christmas music and, like... Just the whole nine. Yeah. And in addition to that, when Christmas rolls around, we will spend all of Christmas Eve together and all of Christmas Day together. Yeah. And, you know, my nieces and nephews, like, it's such a big kid holiday, so I do try and spend as much time with them as I can and just really be there for that, like, you know, you don't get that back and that, like, wonder and magic, I feel like, of the holiday comes from children Mm -hmm. so getting to spend time with children who are experiencing that like so purely is just so magical magical and yeah it it helps with the with the depression (laughs) it helps with the like (laughs) right and I think actually that's a good point because I would venture to say that most fucking people deal with worsening depression in the winter months Mm. And at least in some way, like, even if it's just lack of vitamin D, like, that's physiological. And Christmas is this big, like, celebratory. Like, it's not solemn, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's this warm, fuzzy, happy, merry, if you will, day. (laughs) And I like that for setting the tone for, like, that long stretch of January that can feel very daunting or... You could feel like you're having to put pressure on yourself in the new year. And, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a certain standard and magic that can be established at Christmas that can kind of carry you through. Yeah. And um, really excited for when Imbolg comes up because that's a big one for me. When Imbolg hits in February, I need that. Like, I need that to look forward to. Otherwise, I'm just riding Yule out until then. Yeah. And it's such a big fire festival, too, that you just, like, keep that burning, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's fun. But, yeah, I would love to know, this is so random, but tell me, like, the most awesome gift you bought this year. Okay, so, like, she's so excited. So, like, background, something I did this year that's very, very different than previous years that I'm very excited about and I'm probably going to make, like, a million TikToks about, so... Sorry for the redundancy, but and the reason I haven't shared anything about it yet is because, like, obviously it's Christmas gifts, so no spoilers for the people in my life. But um, I have been on this journey to thrift all of my Christmas gifts, and in the beginning I was kind of like, I don't know how it's going to go. Am I going to feel like I'm giving people, like, secondhand garbage? Am I going to be able to... There are so many people in my life who would never thrift for themselves. I was like, am I going to be able to find something that they would actually like at a thrift store? Like, I am a goblin. I love trinkety weird nonsense. My family's not like that. So I really didn't know, like, what to expect or or how it was going to go going into it. It has transformed my relationship with this holiday. Wow. Like, I... For the past, like, I don't know, since I've been an adult and since I've been buying Christmas presents, every single year I feel more and more depressed doing my Christmas shopping. I I interject and say something? Absolutely. I validate that so much. And literally, my first Christmas with a credit card is the reason I'm in debt right now. Yeah. Like, I'm I went crazy and I was just I had never had a credit card before until I was 21 and like it was not good yeah so I I love and am inspired by you kind of changing that narrative continue I'm sorry I interrupted no 100% like I just I put a lot of pressure on myself to get everybody really good gifts Uh but didn't have like the money to actually get people the nice things I would want to get them. And on top of that, like our dystopian late stage capitalist society is just marketing in your face all the time, 
shit you don't need. Yeah. Like, we're killing the environment. <laughs> we are I killing know. it. And Christmas, in and of itself, is killing the environment, relying on so much low wage, if paid at all, labor. labor. Like, it is not ethical or just in any way shape or form to participate in this holiday in a traditional way and that dissonance was becoming increasingly uncomfortable every year i didn't know what to do about it because like last year i tried to get most of my christmas presents locally and support local businesses (laughs) i can't afford that like yeah as much as i would love to do that and to support like local artists and stuff like I do not make very much money and I like also don't manage my money very well, which is something I'm working on. So going into Christmas this year, I was like, I do not want to hurt myself financially, hurt the environment, participate in this thing that makes me really sad and makes me feel all of this like conflicted feelings and dissonant vibes. So I saw like a video or two on TikTok of people being like, this is how you thrift, like, Christmas gifts, whatever. And at first I was, like, I, I, like, watched them all, and there was, like, the same two gift ideas. It would be, like, you can gift a bottle of liquor with cute glasses that you thrifted, or you can gift a box of tea with cute teacups that you thrifted. And Boring. I was, like, this isn't gonna work. Like, nobody wants that. Or, like, some people might want that, but it's very niche, right? Like, yeah. you have a friend who likes tea, and they probably already have, like, a million teacups. So, th- like, I was, like, I don't know, like, is this even gonna be plausible? I'm just gonna start going to thrift stores and, like, figuring it out and seeing if I can do it. I... First of all, have gone to, like, every thrift store in the area. And out of the area. Girl, we went to Vermont. We took a, we took a trip to Vermont. She a has a great trip. TikTok about it. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Um, we went to five different thrift stores in that trip. So we went to Rutland, Vermont. If you are, like, I mean, that was, what, like, maybe, like, one and a half hour drive okay. from us. If you're in the driving vicinity of Rutland and looking for a good thrift trip, there's, like, a bunch of stores right in Rutland. So that was, like, a very fun day trip and very successful. I got a lot of nice things. Mm -hmm. But I've also, like, I've now fully explored pretty much every thrift store in our area. So if you're ever, like, I need this specific thing, what thrift store do you think I'll have the best shot at? I can tell you. Thank God. And I, I know I should write, like, a local thrift guide or something for people. No, that would be handy dandy. Put like, I, I, maybe I will. But, like, I just started finding things that just made me feel really excited about the potential of giving them to people in my life and started to kind of, like, try and think outside the box and, and find ideas that would be, like, a little bit different and unique and actually, like, tailored to the people that I, I regularly buy gifts for. And I, you know what? I can drop details because nobody listens. To this. Like none, right. none of my family members listen to this podcast. So, or like, tell me what you got one of the kids or something. Even if um, you're worried, I found two Centennial Edition Lincoln Logs. Amazing, like tins. So it's the tin in great condition with like a whole Lincoln Log set inside. Found two of them, like, at different thrift stores. Yeah. Whoa. And both of them had pretty much all the pieces. One of them was missing one piece. Oh, my And the other one had all the pieces and the instructions. That's Like, great condition. So, one was $20, which that was the one that I found first. And I was like, this is, like, kind of, like, nice. So, I'm just going to, like, go for it. Right. The second one I got five dollars so now in my head they were both ten dollars yeah. and that's fine girl math. <laughs> girl math so that's a sleigh that's gonna go to my nephew benson and mm. my godson lachlan beautiful and i found i did some baskets for the adults that yeah. i'm very like excited about and proud of i did like a cheese basket for my mom because mm. i found this like marbly like granite I don't know materials but like mm. a cheese cutter mm. at Goodwill so it's like 
it has like a little like cheese string thing attached to it and you like lift it up and so it's a guillotine yes a guillotine <laughs> for cheese thank you i was like how do i describe this in a way that makes sense audibly a cheese a um, a cheese a teen and I like went off of that. So I got, I found a couple of plates at a different thrift shop mm-hmm. that had like little like cheese and wine like painted on them. Wow. Those I really like. I got like a little, what are they called when it's like, like a little ceramic dish that has a lid, but it's small. Yeah. So like for like baked brie, basically, you mm-hmm. put a wheel of brie in there, you put some jam in there, you bake it, you take it out, you dip your bread in it, delicious. My mouth is watering for brie right now. So I got her one of those, I got the plates, I got um, the cheese cutter, and then I, I wanted to do like books with things, Yeah. and so I found like a book or two in actual thrift stores, but I was having a hard time finding exactly what I want, so I used Thrift Books, which is a website. I bought a lot of gifts on Thrift Books this year. Cheap AF. And yeah. like nice they came they all came in nice conditions. Yeah. It would be like a twenty or thirty dollar book for like six bucks. Yeah. And then it came in great condition. Like right. I was really happy about that. So I got like a book on like cheese pairings. Mm. And so that's like one I'm trying to think. I think there's like maybe one other thing in there that I'm forgetting, but that was one basket. And I was really excited about that. So that's for my mom, which I think that she'll like. I know you asked me for one gift and I'm like, let me tell you all my gifts. No, I mean, yeah, if you're willing to, I wanna hear. I'm speak I'm just so excited because it just it was a fun experience, like going to a thrift store, hunting for something, getting that find. Like yeah. it feel and knowing that I'm not contributing to like the overproduction of new shit when there's already so much shit in the world so like it feels so nice and it feels so much more meaningful so i oh my god i'm like the grinch at the end of the movie right now like my heart has grown three sizes the spirit of christmas lives inside of me um (laughs) yeah but um but yeah so i did i did like a decanter Mm -hmm. and a couple of books on liquor for my dad I did, like, a planting box, like, a plant box for my sister who's wanting... She's been... She has, like, a few plants. She's a Taurus. Slay. And a Taurus rising. Oh. And a Virgo moon, if we're going full disclosure. Oh, wow. So, this girl's triple earth. She, like needed plants in her life. Like, for a long yeah. time, she wasn't doing the plant thing, and I was like, you will be happier yeah. if you do this. So, she has a few plants that she's really really proud of like she's finding it very fulfilling so like i'm like all right let's get her a plant box so i found two like vintage plant books one is about like cactuses Mm. and one is about it's like a old it's not home and garden but it's similar it's like an old edition of like a recurring publication about plants and then i found like a old farmer's almanac I love um, that. Yeah, with like some That's really good awesome. info in there. And then I thrifted a bunch of pots, like planter yeah. pots. Got and I was like, guys, I was being scrappy. I was going all over the place. Like I was using Facebook Marketplace too. So <laughs> yeah. I met a girl from Facebook Marketplace with this and got this cute little planter with like a sunflower on it. And it says like I forget what it says, but it said something cute. And then it had like a garden shovel. Inside of it with a packet of sunflower seeds attached to it. That's so fucking cute. So, like, a a few pots and the books, and then the whole thing is in a wooden crate that I wood-burned the word grow onto. Oh, Marissa. So I'm very excited about that one, too. I love that. (laughs) So, yeah, that's probably enough of me, like, recounting everything that I've gotten for Christmas, but... If you want the full, like, haul to get some ideas for what you could potentially do if you wanted to thrift any of your gifts next Christmas, keep up with me on TikTok because I'll be posting. Yay! I'll be posting. Is that a threat or a promise? Both. But yeah, so so that was like, that's like what I'm so excited about this Christmas. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm excited for you. Thank you. 
If you enjoy the Arcane Games podcast and want to support us, consider becoming a patron. With tier options ranging from $1 to $20 a month, there is something for everyone. We offer ad-free episodes, bonus content, a bustling Discord community, live events, and even discounts on private readings with Mel and Alyssa. Your support truly makes this podcast possible. Check out patreon.com slash arcane games. Thank you. My question also is like, I don't know, like as you're giving the gifts, do you feel any awkwardness or like worry that people will think it's not like good enough or like yes. do you have any of that I always feel that okay. I, f- I feel that regardless of like what I'm mm. giving someone um like sometimes I feel like I did really good and I'll be like more just excited for them to open it but yeah I get I I don't know I put a lot of pressure on it which is like something I would like to take out as more like more and more as I get older and as much as possible I feel a lot of pressure especially with my nieces and nephews because Mm. like they're so little they don't know like you know like as an adult if somebody gets me something I'm like it's just really nice that they thought of me and like whatever it like even if it's not like my favorite thing or I'm not going to use that I'm still really grateful but like kids don't do that (laughs) kids are just like either they like it or they don't so I get nervous about that too (laughs) Is it, like, a secret that you did thrift miss, or, like... No, I've been telling them all. Okay. I've been telling them all, so they know. Any weird reactions? No, surprisingly supportive. Like, I think, um, my one sister and her husband were probably the most, like, huh, that's interesting, but my mom was, like... I just love this idea. We all have enough crap. Like she's always on like one about like us all having too much stuff. So she was like really happy. Minimalism queen. I know. (laughs) That's good though. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy about it. I'm excited. I'll keep you guys updated with how the, how the gift drops go. Yes. I have thrift, I have and do thrift gifts every year, but I've never done every gift thrifted. And you know, it was a commitment. I went to multiple thrift stores every weekend for the last like month and a half. You've been busy. (laughs) I really have been. And like, for me, my pressure with gift giving is like my significant other. Mm. And she has expensive taste. She'd be liking Legos. That's like, can't really buy that secondhand. Like, you can, but. it's You you wouldn't probably find, like, a whole yeah. nice set. She, like, those adult Legos. Right. With, like, a million pieces. You know, and they're hard. so cool. Like, I don't know. They have them displayed in their house. Like, if you guys have never seen them, I never really had seen anything like that before. Like, really? they're these beautiful, intricate, little, like, Lego buildings oh, that yeah. she builds. And yeah. then they have them displayed. And they're so pretty and cute. Like, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying thanks on behalf of Britt. But she says thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So th- I guess if and when I do try that, that will be the obstacle or, like, if anything, it would be awesome to thrift everyone's gifts, maybe except for hers. Right. Or, or something. like thrift her a couple things and then buy. And then that'll leave more money something. for you yeah. to be able to, you know, if all the other gifts are thrifted and cheap. Right. Like not cheap quality, Relatively. but yeah, yeah, cheap yeah. for you. Yeah. Like then you can put that money toward that one big thing or whatever. Totally. Big win for me this year was that I found at a yard sale a coach bag for my sister damn and listen if it's fake it's a good fake because (laughs) it has the authenticity tag and stamp on the inside i used to work at a consignment shop and i had to learn how to verify authenticity for like designer stuff that's so fun did you ever know that about me wait when did you work at a consignment shop i was still in high school Hmm. yeah it was called simplicity wonderful it's in poughkeepsie (laughs) new york and it was pretty cool. That That's a fun skill to have. Yeah. So that was cool. And, like, obviously when it comes to designer stuff, like, in my opinion, like, if it's, if you like the style, there's nothing wrong with having a fake or, like, a dupe or whatever you want to call 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. Like, I, I don't need, like, I wouldn't even, that's, like, I know some people notice and some people know, like, oh, that's a coach bag, whatever. Girl, I would never. Mo- I don't think most people I would. I would never notice. Yeah. Or, like, 
if it very obviously said, like, Fendi right. or Gucci, like, uh, I think the average person thinks it's real. No? Probably. But also, this is, like, I don't know, whatever. Like, this is just my opinion. You can, like, hate me rant. for it. But, like. <laughs> no, it's so true. No, it makes me think that you got it at, like, TJ Maxx. Like, you walk into oh. TJ Maxx and everything is covered with, like, coach, coach, coach. Like, Tommy Hilfiger. Like, I'm like, okay. That doesn't feel like very. It doesn't have the, like, high-end designer feel that I think it's supposed to it doesn't read as like oh that was probably really expensive it reads as like brands are very important to you (laughs) true you know i mean there's definitely those like you know extreme luxury like the fendi and gucci you're definitely not seeing it like tj maxx but yeah those like i wouldn't know that though right or like louis vuitton is another one like those are like elitist burberry they don't have like low level lines because that's what works with a lot of them right is like there's the line of coach that is like a million dollars but then they do these like cheap lines to put out at like tj maxx and shit and and again like how i i would never know the difference i would never care no i would never care to know and that's why when i see like whatever like a coach bag at the thrift store that it doesn't mean very much yeah. to me either. My sister is bougie, so yeah. I think it will mean a no, lot. No, she'll to be her. excited. Like just even like a cunty little purse, like regardless of the label on it or not. No, that's like, so fun. Uh-huh. That's like such a good that's such a good find and very exciting. That was a good one that I thrifted. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else that you're particularly excited about that you got this year? Not that I can talk about on the podcast, because it's a few friends that listen. That's so funny. But yes, I have other good ones I can tell you when the mics are off. Uh, that's so good, though. I'm I'm excited for you. There's, like, nothing that feels better than finding a good gift and being like, mm-hmm. I'm going to slay this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love to talk more about some of my Yule Christmassy traditions. Absolutely. Please do. Charlie Brown and Snoopy are becoming increasingly important to me as an adult, which I really wouldn't have guessed would happen. But it is ritualistic for me to watch that Charlie Brown Christmas special. I have it on VHS. I put it in my little VCR and I just go into my like. Wait, what's it called? It's called a Charlie Brown Christmas, right? I think so, yeah. That's my mom's favorite christmas movie and i watched it a lot growing up yeah it's her absolute favorite i love the little the dirty little kid who walks around with his dust cloud yeah fave Mm -hmm. (laughs) i like lucy she's cunty (laughs) um but yeah so that's a big deal for me and i'm such a movie person like to be honest with you like i don't know i like i don't listen to christmas music i don't i don't think about it i don't i just whatever movies movies Mm. are a big deal so yeah that's just how i express that i have some well i have a good list of like christmas winter horror movies that i of course always go to um the christmas episode of american horror stories i don't know that one you haven't seen it you would love it really yes there's murder there's christmas you should put that on your list for this season okay But yeah, so movies being important, I really like, okay, so in 2020, I started a little Yule log tradition for myself, and I would, I had one little log, and you know, indoors, like I didn't have a yard at the time, I was just living in an apartment building, and like, I didn't have a fire pit, etc., whatever. I had this little Yule log, and it had, like, space carved out for tea light candles. So I was, like, I had the tea light candles, and I was just lighting the candles because, like, you know, being safe indoors, etc. And my idea was, like, I'm acknowledging it as, like, a gratitude ritual for everything that has happened for me this year. I'm carrying that into the new calendar year. And I save a piece of the log, and then that gets burned the following year. So, like, there's always this consistent flow of, like, I don't know, like, remember where you came from, almost. Mm. And, like, it's just very grounding to me. And I think that the reason for that is when you have mental health struggles, 
it's sometimes hard to see progress, right? Yeah. Especially if your loved ones are like, oh, you're just always upset. Like, they don't know the difference, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, that ritual for me really wraps things up and, like, shows me how much I actually accomplished. And then saving the piece of, like, from the wood. Like, I, I just peeled a little of the bark back or whatever. Like, bringing that into the next year is building on it. And it shows you that even if you took a step back here and there, you took more steps forward. Mm -hmm. And, like, just the overall idea of progress. Because, you know, like, they say that the witch's new year is Samhain at Halloween time. But, like, you know, I, I subscribe to the calendar new year as well. Because... I would like to participate in all the new years. I want as many right. fresh chances no, as I can have every year. Literally. <laughs> so, um, and the collective energy raised around New Year's, right? Like, everyone is putting their lives into perspective, whether they're posting their highlight reel of the year or, mm -hmm. you know, making a resolution list or talking about what's coming up. Yeah, so that is, like, my biggest little magic ritual that I'll... I said biggest little, but my magic ritual that I'll do. I have a question. Yeah. Do you just light it on Yule? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if it was like a multiple day. Yeah. I will just light it on the solstice. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, that's my vibe. It's great. Thanks. <laughs> I've also done a little like tree blessing because mm. I don't. I don't have a real, I never have had a real Christmas tree before. Really? Yeah. So like. Like growing up you guys didn't? Never. Wow. So I've never just inherently had nature, real nature represented. You know, a very popular thing to do is make dried orange slices mm -hmm. and, you know, into ornaments or using like the orange essence and clove and, you know, like let's say I did a simmer pot like that. I would, like, bottle some of the water and spray it on the tree or, like, something like that. Yeah. And then, like, I, I don't know, it's just kind of consecrating that symbol for me. Right. So it doesn't just feel like this plastic thing you're putting yeah. up in your house. I totally get that. And it just gives it value to me. <laughs> right. So that's another little nice I thing. really like that. Thanks. But, yeah, mostly, like, I try to focus on celebrating. Mm -hmm. And for me, family around the holidays has not been a good thing. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like I have to work extra hard to make myself have a good time. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I try to focus on the party-party aspect because yeah. it's fun. No, it's it's so nice. And it's such a, yeah, for me, like, family is very essential to the holiday but also like very complicated mm -hmm. you know so that's always like a mixed feeling piece of my celebration but then there are pieces where I get to like celebrate with friends and it feels a lot more just like I don't know what the word is like like uncomplicated and you can just have that like pure kind of like happiness and joy and kind of like low pressure as well like I with know. my family there's always a lot of pressure whether it's, you know, coming from internally or externally or for whatever, it's just always. And like, right, like I can, you feel it from everyone else. Like they want it, my parents want it to be a really like good and they want everyone to be happy. And it's like, oh, that's, that in and of itself is a lot of pressure, you know, to feel like you have to be happy the whole time. And it has to be perfect. Right. So, so yeah, I think, I think that those like friend celebrations can be so nice too. Okay, so there is a ritual that I've been doing that starts on Christmas Day. I already know what you're going to say. I live for it. <laughs> this will be my third year doing it. Mm -hmm. And I love it, and it has grown and evolved for me. And it is a, it was introduced to me as a manifestation ritual. I don't know if I would call it that anymore just because of the way that it's played out for me and how I use it I do still really like it I don't necessarily like okay let me just explain what it is and then I can I'm like trying to like abstractly explain how I feel but so basically I saw it on like TikTok a few years ago and I was like that's a great idea I love it you make a list of 12 things that you want to manifest in the new year you write them on strips of paper and then cut them out so they're on separate strips of paper you like fold them up or crumple them up or whatever and put them in like a jar and then starting on christmas night you pick one randomly and burn it yeah and the idea is that you like don't 
look at which one you burn. You just pick one and burn it. And you yeah. don't look at it. Like, and then the last day you, or no, you do, this is what it is. You do 13 things and then you do, it's every night from Christmas. Does it, does it just go through New Year's? Whatever. It's like starting on Christmas for 12 nights. And then when you're, after you burn the 12th one, you have one left and you open it up and read it. And whatever that one that's left is, is what you're supposed to focus on for the next year. Like that is where your intentional manifestation energy goes. So if it's like, you know, like I want to work out three times a week or whatever, you focus on that. And then by doing that and focusing on that, the all of the rest of them are just supposed to naturally happen and come true. Mm-hmm. I have never successfully, like, seen through the one that I did pick. at the Like, the one that I was left with has always been, like, you know, something. And I've never, like, accomplished that thing or, like, stuck to that goal. But I have accomplished a whole hell of a lot of the things on the first list that I did and the second list that I did. Like, they are absolutely manifestations that have come true in different ways for me. But what I really like about it is it's such a nice check-in of, you know, as Mel points out, what I want changes a lot. Yeah. And so... I get to look back at this list because I do. I always save it. It's very important to me to, like, remember. I was going to ask that because I'm like, damn, bitch, I would forget mine. No matter Mm -hmm. how bad I want it, like, I just am forgetful. No, I have to save a copy of the list. I, like, (laughs) I would forget as well. Yeah. But... It's really cool to be able to look at, like, three years ago what I was trying to manifest and how I was trying to manifest versus the list that I made a year ago versus the list that I made, like, very recently that I'm going to go ahead and do this again starting on Christmas. And I've noticed that my intentions have gotten a lot softer Mm -hmm. in the sense that I'm much more gentle with myself and also much more like simple in a way with what I'm asking for I think that the first time I did it it was these really big grand things and there was a lot of like external motivation for those things and obviously I've been like learning and growing and like doing my thing over the last you know two years three years whatever And what I want to bring into my life this coming year is just so much different than the things that that I've wanted in the past. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, so nice to see as well that I feel like that is almost the point of the ritual. Right. More so than manifesting every single thing on the list and having things turn out exactly the way I'm setting my intention for them to turn out. Like, being able to observe that change in myself and yeah, like just see how the things that I want grow and change and see what what I've accomplished, but also what I'm really glad didn't come into fruition as well so true. from that ritual. So yeah, it's it's really, really nice. Let me see if like I w- almost want to share some of the manifestations from past years. That would be awesome. And like how they've come into fruition or not. So in 2021... Christmas was the first year that I did this Mm. and one of my manifestations was to get down to 20 hours a week at the metaphysical shop that I was working for wow I by the end of the year had quit that job yeah (laughs) so like that's an example of a goal that I had set that like you know in a way more than came true but also just like completely and totally lost its relevance oh yeah Let's see. I wanted to have a clawfoot tub, which I still want, Mm -hmm. and it hasn't happened. I had reconnect with my spirituality, comma, profoundly. Mm. Love that for me. Um, which is which is always happening, right? In mm-hmm. different ways. Finished my master's, which I didn't do in 2022, but I did in 2023. <laughs> I know. Mel pointed at my um my little diploma sitting next to me on the wall. I wanted to lucid dream. So like, yeah, there were, and then the ones that I'm not reading are like, feel a little bit too personal, but the ones that I'm not reading that are very personal are also like quite intense and not something that I would manifest at this point. And Mm -hmm. then 
compare that to 2022, some of them are the same. Mm-hmm. Some of them are the same. And in the 2021 list, I had said shift to eating more local. In the 2022 list, I said cook every week, homemade and nutrition centered, mm-hmm. which is a more practical goal for me, in my right. opinion, has involved me eating more local and is something that I've actually been able to accomplish a lot this year. Yeah. Um, is cooking more. I am so grateful you shared those. Awesome. Although I have not done this ritual that Alyssa explained, I'm always writing a gratitude list at the end of the year, you know, mm-hmm. like not even before I even consider goals or resolutions. It's very important for me to look at what I've already done. And I do write a goal list also. So, you know, comparing it and mm-hmm. seeing what came true also. So I pulled up my one from 2022. Yeah. It's so cute. So I'm good. <laughs> well, this is just a blurb. That's cute. So one of my goals was that my own business would get off the ground and flourish like tarot wise and my yeah. establishing myself online and marketing my skills and sharing them with other people. So I wrote this paragraph reflecting on how that came true. And I said, I made a great connection with Alyssa, opening my heart and mind to her and creating the brilliant project of Arcane Dames with her. The Arcane Dames podcast has given us a brilliant space to heal, learn, teach, and share. It is gaining momentum and recognition, and it has changed the lives of our listeners as well as my own. I'm grateful for the wonderful community. I'm going to cry. Don't cry. <laughs> That's so cute. That's in my journal from last oh. year. Um, so that was one. And then I'm going to share this for my girlies who love reading but just struggle with fucking executive dysfunction, okay? I'm going to normalize this. My goal for last year was to read for 2022, like at the beginning of 2022, I set a goal to read 10 new books. And I understand that some people can do that in a month. But for me, that was my yearly goal. That seems like a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) What happened was I tripled that goal and I read 30 new books last year. Yay. Yeah. So that was another notable one. You know, if smut counts, I'm hitting those goals. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of books, I also became a published, self-published writer in 2022. You don't always have to qualify it with self-published, Mel. Well, it's just, I understand that anyone can do it, but it was important to me. But you did it. Yeah. Not anyone does do it. Thanks. I think that that's incredible. Buy from Vein to Paper by M. Labruto on Amazon now. Yes. Um, so yeah, so... I, I always love to actually reflect on what I did that year and not just get too focused on. I want more. You yeah, know? exactly. So. Exactly. Just my little example. No, that's wonderful. Yeah, I I like, I mean, I said this a couple episodes ago, and somebody actually left, like, in the Spotify question and answers, they were like, I really resonate with the way Alyssa described witchcraft. Did you see that? I was reading it yesterday, yeah. I, like, I'm so happy to hear that because, yeah, like, for me, it's not about the outcome. It's about the process, and it's about being able to just, like, connect with myself in that way. So I do like incorporating rituals that are just reflective and Mm. just help me understand where I've been and where I'm going. And it is hard for me to know what I want all the time. So it's really nice to do those little lists and then watch as my intentions shift because it, it just gives me a lot of helpful information. Right. It's like a little map. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really excited to do that this year. I have, um, I think this is an indicator of me reaching another, hitting another grown-up milestone or whatever, because one of the things on my list this year is a number goal for my credit score. Really? Yeah, which is, like, not some, that's something that past versions of Alyssa would have never thought about, cared about, absolutely never dedicated a whole slot right <laughs> on my like 12 things too so 
that's a big one. But but I'm actually very like invested in that right now. Cool. So. It's always fun when you can put an exact like number yeah. or something into a manifestation. Mm-hmm. I just think it makes it more powerful because you're more focused. Yeah, it for sure. It's a sharper edge. For sure. And I have one of the like lovely ladies on the internet that I follow. I don't know why I said it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a TikToker that I like who always recommends putting a specific goal and then or better in your manifestation. I do that. I love that. Because you never want to cut yourself off right. the knees. Or better. If you just put that number that's so limiting yeah. and it's way less likely it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. That or better. And you know, that speaks to something that I've really been learning and that's really made just my entire fucking spiritual practice and life easier, which is... A boundary is not saying what you want. A boundary is saying the bare minimum you'll accept, Mm -hmm. right? So same idea with the manifestations. Don't just say what you want. Set the bar and say, I will accept no less than that. You know? Ooh. Yeah. That's an intense way to manifest. (laughs) Listen, I just, I need to. Yeah, I like it. It works pretty well. That's dope. Because, like, and I'll, I'll just give an example. You know, part of my work is that I'm going out and doing a lot of live, tar- in-person tarot reading events, like markets. Mm-hmm. I'm always working in a market. So I'll say, like, all right, the market's four hours. Let me make at least $200, for example. Mm-hmm. That's, like, one that I've done before. I'm not saying I don't want to make more mm-hmm. or that I can't make more. But maybe that's just the bare minimum of, like, what I needed to make ends meet. I mean, as a freelancer, right? Like, you never really know what your income is going to be. So just holding that number of, like, what I at least need Mm -hmm. in my mind rather than the number I may want is really helpful. And, you know, when you're manifesting, (laughs) when you're manifesting, it's not just a blind wish you don't just throw something out and wait for it to come back Mm. you're doing work in the mundane world to Mm -hmm. make it happen so even just knowing that number adjusts my work ethic my vibe for the day maybe like how I set up my booth or the spot that I go to like you know whatever like that's the way that manifesting works on the mundane level right and then maybe you also believe that there's divine intervention there. Maybe you don't. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's any less valuable. Absolutely. And I do think that I like the idea of going with more of like a, a like a bare minimum, not that it's like you're literally setting like the bare minimum that I need to survive, but like a lower bar than maybe just picking any old number right. that's high. Like, of course you want to make five million dollars at that market but like something that feels very practical but is also a solid goal I think it does give you a lot more power behind your manifestation because I know that when I pick a goal that feels out of reach Mm -hmm. I've already half given up exactly it's self-sabotaging yeah like it just like I in my brain I'm like well that's not gonna happen anyway And you can't have that mindset with a manifestation. Mm -hmm. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Mm -hmm. I've been using that expression a lot lately. It's a good one. Thank you. You're welcome. I made it up. (laughs) No, I did it. I'm going to take... past life. (laughs) I'm going to take credit for that whole expression. You should. So, that's... That's a wrap. That's that on that. That's that on that. That is our little bonus episode on Christmas Yule winter winter celebration vibes. Enjoy your solstice. Enjoy the season. However you may celebrate, find your joy. Yes. And we love you. And let us know what your rituals are. Please. If you have similar rituals to us, if you have very different rituals from us, I would love to hear it. Would love to. Maybe we'll do when this episode drops, like a little Instagram question or something, so people can answer and we can share it. Because 
I love seeing that kind of thing. Me too. That would be awesome. Yeah. And if you're looking for a New Year's spread to, you know, wrap up 2023 and dive into 24, we wrote an awesome one last year and posted it on Instagram. So yes, you could scroll back, but honestly, maybe we should repost it. We should absolutely repost it. Yes. And that's a really fun way to commemorate it too. I recently, um, recently somebody asked me, I don't remember if it was a DM or what, like a good year end spread. And I said, I love to pull a card for each month of the year Mm. and do like a monthly roundup. Like, and like, I don't know, I'm very sentimental with like pictures and videos. So like, realistically, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to pull one card per month for 2023. And then if I don't remember how that resonates, I'm going to go into my photo album and like, remember like Like what was I doing yeah Yeah, I love that yeah that's a great idea I know what it is oh it's so nice it's so nice because we like human beings have such short memories like and we have such a tendency to be like you know whatever we're experiencing right now it feels like it always was and it's gonna exist forever like we just have this like emotional impermanence (laughs) with our past and our future Honestly, I thought that was just me, so thanks for saying that. No, I think I think everybody absolutely falls Oof. into that. Like, Thank God. I literally scrolled through my own TikTok, <laughs> as one does. Come on, recently. everyone does that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Someone new follows you, and you're like, I need to know how I'm perceived. <laughs> Always, That's what I do. Always. Um, and then I'd be deleting shit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't have posted that. I'm like, oh, I forgot. All right, I forgot I posted that. <laughs> I forgot I even had that thought in my brain to share it with people, like, literally. But, yeah, I was scrolling through and I was like, I had my hair like that. <laughs> like, I literally just completely forgot about, like, all these past oh, versions yeah. of myself. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in and have a wonderful solstice. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. To keep up with the Arcane Dames, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, or consider joining our Patreon. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.